You are listening to Radio Yesterova. Tune in to the Start Prop Property Show every Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Start Prop, the property professionals. You are tuned into the Start Prop Property Show.
You are listening to Radio Yesterova. Our station, our talent and our people. Goeiedag mensen en welkom bij die Startprop Property Show. Elke woensdag tussen 12 uur en 1 uur hier op Radio Eesterveer. Ons stasie, ons talent en ons mensen. Vandaag soos elke woensdag praat ons oor behuising en investering in, uh, in grond en eiendom. So ek hoop jullie gaan die program saam met ons vandaag geniet. Soos elke woensdag begin ons die program met a local jazz artist. En vandaag het ons opgemaakt met Keegan Williams. It's alright en ek hoop jullie dit geniet. Um, ek wil net vandaag uh, welkom hier saam met my is... Uh, <laughs> my collega, my collega en vriend, uh, Mark Wedeman, en hy gaan met ons meedeel uh, oor investering in commercial property. So, Mark gaan net bykie gesels, um, as jylle enige belangstellendheid het, en om te invest in commercial property en commercial developments, and that's what we're going to be looking at today in the program. So, every Wednesday on this program, the Start Pro- Property Show, we talk about real estate and real estate investments. En ek hoop jylle gaan die program saam met ons geniet. En uh, dat jylle, jy weet ons gaan net meedeel. En ons vraag as jylle wil graag inskakel. Dan kan jylle ons hier op die, in die, binnen die studio kry op 064-536-9095. En uh, stuur my jylle vraag is die, ons is baie uh, gretig om jylle te benader en te, as ons kan uh, om jy vraag te beantwoord. So net check op ons technical um, is ons, is ons um, live op technical ons Facebook wees um, ons was live gewees so hoop my jylle is daar saam met ons um, en, en jylle kan ons, ons hoor duidelijk hoor en meedeel met ons so baie welkom by die property show van Startprop, ek is Ivan Neetling die principal van Startprop ons kantoor is num, uh, shop number 5 Rose Center in Blue Downs, ook kan pick and pay en ons, uh, ons wil graag aanmoedig om in te kom na die kantoor toe, om te kom gesels, uh, as jylle property bevraai het, jylle weet van uh, huise, om huise te koop, en, en investering te maak, en eiendomme, dan is meer as gewillig, om jylle by te staan. So ek gaan uh, wegskop, met Mark, welkom Mark, uh, by die program vandag. Ivan, once again, thanks for the opportunity, for being on the radio show, and hopefully, we'll be able to help a lot of people, uh, put their money um, in, in a secure and good investment. Okay, great. So Mark, you know, when we're talking about real estate, we're talking about uh, property investment in real estate, um, you know, there's a lot of questions that we must consider. Um, and, you know, I just want to talk to the listeners uh, about we, uh, looking at property as an investment opportunity and if they were considering, you know, not just uh, residential investments, but just looking at property as an investment in the commercial space. Not all of us know much about the commercial property space. Uh, so I was just wanting to know if you can, you know, assist us with some more information relating to um, real estate. So, you know, when one is considering buying a property, uh, one of the first things that you have to ask is uh, the, the, the golden words in the real estate is location, location, location. Um, is the same concept uh, relevant when it comes to investing in commercial properties? Is it the same consideration that one must give when you're investing in commercial properties? Um, 
Ivan, that is definitely the case. Um, it might not apply as it would be with residential. It might differ in aspects, for example, if you were to want to invest into an hotel and purchase an hotel, um, you know, th that location would be would be different to when, as a residential property. When you're doing an industrial, want to invest into industrial property, that'll also have other considerations. You won't yes. be able to have put up an industrial property where you would necessarily have an hotel. So that will where that definitely also will factor in industrial properties. You will also look for essentially. Uh, 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 on the travel routes, on the train routes, on the bus routes, because you have got a lot of staff that needs to be transported to to these uh, to, to their workplaces, and so essentially that will be a factor as well. And when you do farming and you're investing in commercial farming or in farming, which is also an investment that you can make, um, then yes, other factors would then also contribute as to wh what would be the ideal location for the type of farming that you would want to do. If you want to do cattle farming, you'll you'll be in an area where the, it, there'll be lots of food for cattle farming. When you want yes. to do vegetable farming or wheat farming, it'll obviously all depend on the location and where it will be ideally suited for that for that kind of farming. So yes, location location does apply. Uh, 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 very relevant also to the commercial in the, in, uh, space as well. Okay, so uh, yeah, it, it looks like it looks like the location is is uh, the keyword in the real estate. So not just in the residential property, but also in commercial property, location, location, location. And so I suppose, as you said now, you must look at where the business is located and whether people can access that business. And if you're in the industrial side, maybe, you know, uh, access to your suppliers and the raw materials. And uh, obviously, if you're shipping out, you want to be close to the harbors and the ports. So then, uh, obviously, the location is important. So I think, you know, when you're looking at um, investing money in commercial property or commercial investment, I think it's important then to understand why you're getting into the business and what kind of investment you typically want to make. And then, you know, in making that decision, there's so many different things um, that you need to take into consideration. So you're saying then the, the, the important thing with location is looking at access and looking at, uh, you know, getting your goods to the market and from the market or getting your uh, people to the work and whether it's on the bus routes and etc. Yeah, those are definitely factors that you have to consider. I mean, when you're starting out a business, whatever business may do, when you do your due diligence, these are factors that you will consider when opening up a business. But like I said, it will also vary depending on the type of business. Yes. Um, for example, if you, if you have an hotel, if you want to invest into an hotel, that location does differ from industrial from 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 uh, um, from from industrial complex. If you want to invest into uh, um, into that type of business, um, unfortunately, for where hotels might not be on on the on the on the on the routes transport routes uh, because it will be located in far far lying places yes. where it will attract the the, the, the the that type of client or customer at least to that type of place. So that will definitely also it it. Uh, will factor into into how you want to and where you want to invest your money when you're doing your due diligence as well. So these are factors to consider as well. I mean, if you're investing into, if you if you're investing into, uh, for example, into a strip mall or into a mall or a little retail space within a mall, obviously that whoever established that mall would have done their homework and and, and they would want to be within easy a close proximity to where the where those customers are, people that want to come and buy food, people want to okay. come and do the hair. So All those right. are the factors that they will want to consider. Okay. Um, yeah. So so when you come investing in, in commercial property, Mark, you know, just in terms of doing the number crunching and doing the valuations on your investment properties, obviously, 
um, you know, when I'm buying residential properties, I'm looking at what is the value of other uh, properties in the area. You know, I'm doing a comparative market analysis and I'm looking at what are the other properties worth. Um, you know, when I'm doing commercial, uh, it's a different type of valuation that I'm looking at. It's a different type of, um, uh, um, you know, how do I determine my valuation? And, uh, you know, in terms of the financial statements and in terms of, you know, looking at the income and tenancies, you know, what, what then becomes important from an investment uh, analyst? If I'm looking at buying commercial property, you know, how would I approach the valuations of the property? Well, investors would typically, typically look at what, is what we call as yield. It is typically first to the rental to the rental yield, which is the income generated by a property as a percentage of the cost. So it's all the, all the rental that that particular property uh, uh, whether it be an industrial space or, 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 a, or a strip mall, will then collect and you, ta- you add it up over a period of a year and you divide it as a, ad, 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 into, the, uh, into the, what the acquisition would cost you, you know, as a percentage. So that will de- would essentially determine whether the investment that you will make is viable in terms of the, of the yield that it, that, that it provides. So a good yield generally is 10% and up. That is what people or investors will look at. The first thing they will ask you, what is the yield on that property? What is the tenancy on the property? Or how long is the leases on the property? What are the incomes of the property? What are the costs of the cop- uh, or what, what are the costs of those properties? So that is generally the factors that will be considered whether any rental or commercial space would be would deem viable for any particular investment. Those are the those are the kind of uh, uh, information that would be required to see whether any such kind of investment is viable. Okay. So the thing is, Mark, yeah, you know, if I've got, um, let's say I've got a, a sum of money, I'm retiring, and let's just say, for example, I've got 5 million rand, and now I must decide what I want to do with this 5 million. You know, do I put it in the bank and wait for the bank to give me a return on my money? Um, or would I, for example, you know, take the money and buy a commercial investment? Um, would that be something that I can look at? So you're saying that, you know, when, when cons- making these considerations, if I put my money in the bank, it's, there's no risk involved, it's risk-free. But the thing is, if I'm, if I'm going to buy a commercial property, there's certain things that I need to do. You mentioned the word due diligence, um, and, you, and you've mentioned now that I need to look at the rentals and look at the tenants. Uh, so, so that is part of the exercise that I'm going to go through to look at the return on investment and obviously, I'm investing into a building, a structure. But uh, you're saying that the value isn't so much in the building. The building is mo- the value is more involved with the tenants and the rental income that you're receiving. Yeah, th- definitely, that is a is a huge factor um, that you have to consider as well. Because it's pointless you investing into a property of five million and you're getting an income that's not even covering the bond or, or recovering your return. So those are the factors that that you should carefully consider when making any investment into commercial property. Okay, no thanks for that, Mark. So that, that provides us with a lot of clarity. So Mark is saying, look, if I have a sum of money, I'm considering you know, where I must put that money and, and we're looking at property as a, as a means of investing. Uh, so commercial property would be something that I want to look at. But I've got to look at what is the return on my money going to be? How much am I going to get back for the money that I've invested? So if I'm investing money in, in the bank, I'm getting interest. And I know, look, my money's secure and my interest is not that great, but I'm getting a return of whether 4% or 5%. But if I'm investing into commercial property, I've got all that rental incomes coming in and that will be, then be the important part of looking at the investment. So Mark, the thing is, you know, people buy for different reasons. Um, you know, they buy coming into the commercial spaces 
Um, some of them are buying to flip the properties. They obviously some people are looking at um, renting it for themselves. You sometimes have an owner that is thinking, you know, why am I paying a rent in my building? I could as well. I might as well buy this building, and then I've got no landlord. I can, uh, and I also have an asset on my balance sheet, and I own this property. Um, or other people will say, okay, you know, I'm taking a long view on things, um, and I'm buying into an area that is developing. So let's say, for example. You bought into Parklands, and Parklands are still busy being developed. And you knew at some time there's going to be a demand for commercial space. So initially, when the development was happening, there may not have been a lot of interest. But you saw, look at this area is growing. So I'm going to come in. I'm going to invest in the commercial property, and then you have to hold that investment, you know, until of course there's a demand for that. So you know, what would what is your typical advice uh, when a buyer is trying to say, look, yeah, I'm you know, uh, I'm buying for myself cover my own self or I'm looking at a longer term investment where you know this property can be a pension for me and give me a return of investment over a long period of time what would you what would you say to that in, uh, investor look Ivan when you've mentioned earlier when you put your money into the bank it limits the risk involved however the returns are much lower if you invest into a commercial property yes like in any business it is essentially a business there are risks involved so like you mentioned, that the, the, the fact that you have to do your due, due diligence, you have to have the foresight and to understand when you make a decision and, and that you have to carefully consider a lot of factors uh, when you make th- that kind of decisions. So when you're investing into commercial property, you must, you must really understand that um, that particular area that you're going to invest in, there is going to be return in terms of growth. Uh, um, the, uh, the, there's going to be more developments around in that particular area which will attract more clients. Essentially, that is what you want to do. So again, you need to study study and study and very carefully. There have been situations where people have invested into property, uh, into a mall, and it's in such an isolated place and uh, they were hoping there was uh, the, the harbour was going to be developed or an airport was going to go up and, and they invested into that property and it didn't materialise and consequently those, uh, uh, those, there was big losses as a result that was incurred. So okay. those are things that you really have to factor and is to do your work and to do your due diligence and okay. to understand well, yeah, what you're I, doing. I would suggest, you know, to the clients come and sit with us, you know, the company is called StartProp. This is the property show and every Wednesday between 12 and 1 we chat to the people about the real estate and opportunities and also the warning signals, what you need to be alert to, what you need to be aware of. Come and talk to us at StartProp, you know, we're at shop number 5, Rose Centre uh, in, in Plain Street which is directly opposite Pick and pay, Easter River Pick and Pay. Come and chat to us and we're happy to share ideas with you, to talk to you about the risk factors and also the opportunities that we have a lot of inverse, uh, investment opportunities that you can come and make money seriously in property. Um, we're going to take a break with Kano Naidu um, in a minute. But just before I get there, we've got a question coming in from Craig Hendricks. And Craig says, hi guys, um, how do you check whose name a property is listed or is registered on? So uh, Craig, there's various sources where you can find out who owns a property. Uh, mostly the, you know, 99% of the time you can trust the judgment uh, that the owner's details is going to be on the rates paper. Uh, I'm, I'm saying 99% of the time because there are situations where you have the tenant's name for some reason on the rates paper. But in most accounts, the municipal accounts will be in the name of the owner. So you can check the rates paper and you'll see the owner's name there. Um, the other way, of course, the sure way is to look at the title deed. The, comp- the, the property will always be registered in the owner's name. 
So to get a copy of the title deed of the property will give you absolute clarity in terms of who owns the property. So get a copy of the title deed. Title deeds you can obtain uh, from the deeds office in Cape Town um, and you can very quickly get the information from there. Uh, there is another way that you can also source the owner of a property and that is by you know going onto the rates valuation role of the city of Cape Town and uh, you know normally if you put in the address the, the owner's details will come up um, it was it was normally the case that you could you know uh, easily access uh, owner's details uh, from the city of Cape Town's website uh, from the rates valuation role but since the introduction of Popier in in last year in July last year Popier Act came into being and Popier said you know that everybody's personal information must be protected so uh, the city of Cape Town obviously you know is also part of the Popier Act they're under that and so they've removed a lot of the people's names from the from the property the registers so you can't quickly go and access and see who the owner of the property is so the best way uh, uh, Craig I'm not sure what you're needing the owner's name for but the sure way is to find it on the deeds office uh, the deeds office and look at the title deed and it'll be registered in the name of the owner of that property um, if you're needing any further information come and pop into our offices we can of course assist you uh, we do have packages uh, that can assist you with who the owner is, who the rightful owner of the property is. Sometimes uh, the children are living there, the parents are deceased, the house hasn't been transferred into the children's name, it's still in the deceased estate's name, still in the deceased parents' name. Uh, the other properties, lots of properties in, in, in the West Bank or in Delft and Mitchell's Plain areas where the, sit, where the property is still registered in the name of the city of Cape Town, even though it's been sold, it hasn't been transferred and registered into the owner's name. So, Craig, I hope that is assisting you. Guys, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Mark again uh, about commercial investments and what to look out for, what the risks, opportunities in commercial property. So, we're taking a break now with Kano Naidu, who's going to play Samba in the Sun. You are tuned into the Start Prop Property Show.
Start Prop Property Show every Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Start Prop, the property professionals. You are tuned into the Start Prop Property Show. Yes, people, we're back every Wednesday between 12 and 1, right here on Radio Easter Fear, on Stasi, on Stalent, and on Mensa. Uh, coming right to you from studio here, Start Prop, the real estate professionals. And people, we are talking today with uh, Mark Vederman in studio about commercial property investment. When you're getting into the commercial property space, you know, what are the things that we need to look out for? What are the warning signs? Where are the opportunities? So, you know, if you are considering, if you've got some money and you want to think about an investment opportunity and you're saying, look, I don't understand the stock market and I'm not sure about uh, Kruger's or cryptocurrency. Let me get into property because I know property is a sure investment. So now we're saying, you know, um, you don't just have to limit your investment to housing. You can also look at uh, investing in commercial property. So, you know, we're looking at uh, the type of investments that we're making and, the, you know, all the things that we need to look at. Are you buying property to flip that property, to make a quick buck on, on the property, maybe improve it? Or are you buying a property to, 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 as an owner, to own, occupy your property as opposed to paying somebody's bond? Why don't I have my business in my own property? Or if we're investing into another property, commercial property development, and Marcus told us, you know, that the way we're going to look at the valuation and the values of those properties is to look at what is the return that I'm going to get on my money. I know if I'm putting my money in the bank, I'm getting a sure return, but there's very, very low growth. There's almost no growth. And if I look at what the inflation rate is, I may be getting no returns. Whereas uh, real estate can give you a much bigger and a much better return by investing correctly. But there's certain things, Mark mentioned the word due diligence. And part of that due diligence is to look at the leases, look at the length of leases, look at the stability of the clients, how regularly they're paying their rental, uh, you know, how, how sure you are about those tenants, and also looking at the vacancies, you know, what percentage is vacancies, and then working all that rental out and seeing, right, this is my income. Is my income going to pay my bond? Uh, is it going to give me a good return? Is it going to be a better return that I'm going to get by putting my money in the bank? So those are some of the things that we're looking at. Uh, we've looked at location. When you're wanting to buy, it's important to consider uh, the location of that plant. If it's going to be close to my, fact, my plant, is it going to be close to my suppliers? Is it going to be close to the raw materials? And if, I'm, if I need to get to the hardware, am I close to the port? If I've got people, let's say, for example, you're buying a building because you're going to start a call center and you've got a lot of people that you're employing at the call center so what's important then is the access routes can my staff get to work and you know at call centers for example they work 24 7 so you have day shifts and night shifts and people will finish at 10 o'clock at night so how are they going to get home uh, is there any transport is there any access for them to get to work and so on so these things become important mark you spoke to us about location and you spoke to us about some of the valuations that you need to look at. Uh, Mark, when you're looking at investing in property, another question I'd like to ask you is gearing. You know, the gearing is, you know, whether I go and borrow the money from the bank or whether, I, you know, if I've got, say, 5 million and the property is going to cost me 5 million, do I take the whole 5 million and put it into the bank or, do, or into the building? Or do you think I should, you know, maybe put in 2 million, put in 1 million and take a bond out on the property? So, you know, what would you say is a, consideration that I must make uh, when buying property 
in terms of gearing, in terms of borrowing money or using own money. Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's a term in business that OTP, that OTM, talks about other people's money. OPM, other people's money that you don't invest your own money if you can use the bank's money. What is your take when you're talking to an investor and you're saying to them, look, it's going to cost you five million, gear up, uh, put in a million and borrow the money or do you just put the full money in? What is, what was your take on that? You know, in uh, dealing with a lot of different clients, uh, there's some clients obviously that they have got money and they've put set aside some lots of money actually through some means or the other and they will go and put the money and just use that money and to invest into property. However, um, yes, uh, why use your own money when you can use the bank's money? And the banks at the moment are queuing up at the moment, looking for clients. They're looking for people to borrow because that's how the bank makes their money. If they don't borrow, if they don't lend you money, and then, then, then they're not making money. So essentially, they why not take that opportunity, go to the banks and say, look here, I've, and especially if you've got a deposit, I want to invest into this property, can I use your money? Uh, they will gladly assist you. And it is something definitely that you would consider when investing into property as well. Okay, no, that's fantastic, Mark. Thanks for that. So the thing is, you, uh, Mark is saying, um, you know, why use your own money when you can uh, use the bank's money? And I think the important thing now is, you know, whether or not the rental incomes that you're getting is going to pay the bond, is enough to service the bond. And I think that's the important thing is to look at, okay, I've got, uh, 10, I've got 10 shops in my building and each of them are going to pay me uh, 10,000 rand a month rental. So I'm collecting 100,000 a month rental. What is my bond? Well, my bond is, let's say, uh, 50,000 a month. And so I've got more than enough money to cover my bond payment. Isn't it a, a fantastic position to be in? where you're buying property, you're buying an asset, and your tenants are paying off your bond. I think that's a very good position to be in. Um, and so in that instance, gearing would be important, eh, Mark? Um, no, without a doubt. That, that, that is quite critical and very essential to do, yes. Okay. Mark, the other thing is, you know, if I'm considering taking a bond on the property, obviously in a, in a market like South Africa where the interest rates have gone up 4.75% in the last 18 months, it's a big, it's a big um, scare for anyone who's getting into the property market uh, to take a bond uh, on an investment property and you're not sure which way the interest rate is going to go. So, um, you know, what is, your, what is your advice to people um, about watching the interest rates? I think tomorrow the MPC, the Monetary Policy Committee, sits tomorrow to decide whether our interest rates are going to stay the same or go up or come down. And I think the whole of South Africa is praying that the interest rate comes down so that we can just have a breath of fresh air. Uh, but, you know, the, the interest rates internationally don't look good. Uh, we got the wrong in, uh, message from China. And obviously, you know, we're trying to push the interest rates down or at least, you know, if they're going to stay the same, but they can't go up. I don't think we can handle another interest rate hike. So, Mark, just in terms of the interest rate pressures, that the fear that people have around interest rates, what is your advice to people, you know, in terms of, when they're budgeting? Look, the interest rates have definitely impacted quite heavily on the markets at the moment, um, especially with the middle income group it seems to be suffering the most at the current moment uh, as well. But um, yes, this interest rates has really got a lot of people worried. Um, it has impacted on the economy as a whole. Um, the market, uh, our, 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 our housing market has basically come to, has slowed down to quite a degree as a result of interest rates because people are not sure do I go to the bank um, uh, and do I put myself at risk um, and, and borrow money because I might end up paying more 
in a month's time, two months' time, if the interest rates go up again. So that is a huge concern that we and every South African, obviously, and especially working South Africans, are concerned about those are people that have got houses, those are people that have got credit and cars and all the rest, are all impacted by the interest rates as well. So it is definitely something that people are worried about and will be, people will have to consider when they are investing into into pro- in property at the moment as well. But if you've got enough surplus cash, you've, you've, you've made allowances, you've not lived in a, you've not, not put yourself in a situation whereby you are living from, from hand to mouth, as it were, and you're one of those people that manage your finances very well, and you've made allowances for any, any, the, any this, uh, this kind of consider, uh, situation developing, um, then by all means, you know, the market is open for you at the moment yes. because we've got a lot of properties that want to be sold because some people are struggling at the moment and the pool of buyers have gone considerably smaller at the moment. Okay. And if you're one of those people that are managing your, manage your monies very well, then you are one of those people that are in a very good position that you've got, uh, you've got, you've got, you can now pick and choose to, to what is available for you out there. All right, thanks, Mark. That's a very comprehensive answer and very succinct answer. Well done. Um, in terms of you know letting us understand um, the role of the interest rate and how an investor should be preparing himself. Uh, as I said, tomorrow we're getting an announcement from the monetary policy. The Reserve Bank will give us an indication tomorrow of which way interest rates will be going. And I think the whole of South Africa is holding their breath that we can have a drop in the interest rate. Um, I, I can't give my personal feeling because my personal feeling is that it's probably going to stay the same. I don't think the you know our inflation rate is running at 5.3%. It's a bit high. The Reserve Bank is very concerned about the interest rate. I mean the inflation rate. So I, you know, I can't see a drop. I'm hoping I'm with the, with everybody else out there, hoping that it comes down and we have a bit of uh, you know breather for the homeowner and people that are needing to just get a bit of you know reprieve. Uh, Mark, one other question I want to ask you, man, is we had some. Uh, in opportunities that come across our, our desk at StartProp where uh, people asked us to, do we have any investors who want to buy into a new development? I think they, were, they had a, a new um, warehouses that were being built in the Montague Gardens area and they offered us an opportunity to bring our clients along to buy and invest into the new developments um, in Montague Gardens. And so my question to you is you know when you're talking to an investor about buying or investing into uh, you know buying units in a development are investors more inclined to buy an existing building where you already have the tenants and you know what the issues are or are investors open to buying into a new development uh, where you're getting obviously a better rate because there's no tenants you they're still going to build the, the development but you can you can buy a unit for let's say two million rand uh, and they're selling these units 10 or 15 units the developers building and now they're asking us as as real estate agents or pro- brokers to come in and you know get our tenants to buy in as investors so from the investor point of view would you say people are inclined to come on board with these developments that you could buy the discount or would they r- rather take the two million and buy something that's already established and they can see here's the brick and mortar or rather buy a, you know, a, a tenanted yeah. building? Yeah, look, there's probably some pros and cons to both as well. But I think in, in my experience that uh, most investors would want to buy, would want to acquire property that has got already, it's got an income. Yes. I mean, it's like a no-brainer essentially, you know, because that that income that you are now receiving will, will pay 
Well, well, you will you'll get returns almost immediately. Okay. Uh, uh, you don't even have to work. Yes. You just have to go in and acquire the property, and if it's a bond, whatever the case may be, then the the income that you are receiving from the from the from the from the the the, 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 the asset that you've uh, acquired will immediately pay for that bond yes, anyway. Yes. So that it goes. It is. It's really. And so, in my in 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 my t- time working with commercial, I find that most p- buyers, investors, when they approach me, they are saying, "Look." Uh, Mark, we're looking for a property that's looking at a, a, a 10% yield on that particular property. Basically meaning that there is already it's been already fully tenanted and there's an income coming in on that property. So you say that's an easier sell than to sell a new um, opportunity where they can make some money yeah. on, on the development. Okay. Yeah. Mark, thanks for that. At least you've put us in touch with what investor sentiment is and how investors uh, want to approach it. Guys, we're going to take another break now. Uh, with Kessivan and the lights and it's Monk Move uh, that they're playing for us. All local jazz obviously from the Cape Flats uh, and here from Radio Easterafir. Our station, our talent and our people. You are listening to Radio Easterafir.
station, our talents and our people. You are listening to Radio Yesterova. You are tuned into the Start Prop Property Show. Welcome back everybody. This is Ivan Yetling, the principal of Start Prop Real Estate. We are shop number 5, Rose Center in Plain Street, Yesterovir opposite Pick and Pay. Uh, we there come and talk to us, come and share with us, come and share your ideas. Enige vraag wat jy wil het investeerding. Uh, enige iets uh, omtrent real estate en behuising en grond en eienerskap. Uh, ons is baie gretig om met julle te ontmoet en hierdie concepte te praat. Ons is hier maar net om die uh, advies te bring aan die mense van Eesterveer. Die Radio Eesterveer, dis mys ons stasie en ons talent en ons mense en ons spreek julle aan namens, uh, jy weet, uh, real estate and property investment in studio again. With us today, we've got Mark Weideman that is just sharing some ideas with us relating to commercial property investment. What are the risks? What are the pitfalls? What you need to be aware of? Guys, if you want to join the program, you can send us a WhatsApp to 064-536-9095. We're live streaming on all the channels. This radio station is, of course, the biggest in South Africa, and we are reaching everyone, sharing ideas about the real estate with you. Um, and so thank you, Mark, for all your contribution and your advice that you're giving to the people of Yesterafir today and to the investors. Um, you know, we're making some very good points around risk and about returns and about how you need to be ready around interest rates. If you're borrowing, if you're gearing, if you're putting in your own cash, do I work with my own cash? Do I work with the bank's cash? So we're really looking at quite a few ideas today. And I hope the listeners are enjoying the program and obviously enjoying the music, the local jazz that we also provide you on this program. We are very happy to talk to the people of Yesterday about real estate. Uh, start prop, the property show. Mark, my question to you now is, you know, if I'm an investor, there's different ways, obviously, that I can invest in real estate. And there's different types of real estate that I can invest in. And even if I'm com- investing in commercial, um, there's different types of commercial. There's strip malls, there's retail, there's officer components, there's student accommodation, um, you know, there's B&B. There's so many opportunities that you can get involved with. And uh, obviously, we're saying to the listeners today, if you want to make real estate one of your assets, one of the types of investments that you want, instead of just having the money in the bank, but you don't want the risk, come and talk to us. Surely we can assist you, give you some advice and show you, you know, different alternatives and what the best way is in terms of, you know, making your investment. Mark has mentioned to us the word uh, due diligence and some way in this program he's still going to explain to us what due diligence means. But at some way it's about looking at all the facts and considering all the facts and making an educated guess so that you're not risking anything that you are are covered for the type of investment that you're making. But if you have the money to invest in real estate, as I said, there's so many different options. You can invest, obviously, in the real estate investment trusts, which are companies that buy into buildings, companies that own shopping centers, companies that own huge property investments. And so you can buy into these companies. Your money is now in the real estate environment, but you're not personally having to manage or look after those properties. These big companies, they call them REITs, Real Estate Investment Trusts, who invest in the property sector. And obviously they will look at the best returns and there are obviously a range of properties 
that have good yields. Mark spoke to us about yields, which was the return that you're getting on your property. So I can take my money and I can invest it in a in a real estate investment trust. Alternatively, I can obviously just invest in company stocks. I can buy into a company that is specifically a real estate investor company uh, that own blocks of flats. And I can invest into those companies. I can buy shares in those companies. And then there's other types of mutual funds and ETFs and a lot of technical stuff. And obviously, you know, uh, investing in mortgage bonds, when you're taking out a bond, you're also investing in property. By taking out mortgage bonds and you're saying to yourself that, my return on investment, uh, somebody else is going to service my bond. Someone else is going to pay for my bond. I've got, I don't have the month. I don't have to worry about what my bond payments are because my tenants are going to pay. And at the end of the process, at the end of the period of the 20 years, I own that property. The tenants have paid the property and I'm sitting with an asset. Now, isn't that a fantastic position to be in? People, you want to come and talk to start prop, the property professionals and we are happy to engage with you. Shop number five, Rose Center in Eastrafir. Uh, even on the live streaming, we've put our phone number there. You can make contact with us. So Mark, one of the ways, you know, is investing into into this unit trust or into company stocks or into mutual funds that own properties. Um, but if an investor said, look, you know, I'm not, I want to manage, I want to get involved and have my own little mall or my own shop, or I want to buy, you know, have a BNB that I want to get and I can have student accommodation maybe that I can have a house and I can have students in there. Um, the client doesn't always want the headache of managing that property themselves of collecting the monthly rentals, of chasing the tenants every time the drain breaks or something goes wrong, you know, they have to get involved. So they want the investment, but they want the peace of mind to not have to manage the investment and, you know, manage the rentals. What advice are you giving that client? Is there an option out for them? Is there a way out where no. you can own the property but not get involved in managing the property? No, definitely, Ivan. Um, it's called, they're called managing agents. They are, they are companies that are company or agencies that will, that will manage your property portfolio or your, or your specific investment for you on your behalf with this collecting of rentals or looking at the overall maintenance of the, of the, of the, of the unit of the investment. So that will take away the he- your headache of managing that yourself. And that is a company like Starprop. We do all those. We, do, we, we manage properties. So if you need more advice, you are quite welcome to contact uh, Ivan or come to the office and we can t- give you further advice on, on how to, to, to realize that, that, that opportunity. Okay, Mark, so you're telling the listeners that um, one of the ways to invest in property without having the headaches is to appoint a managing agent like Startprop and we will manage your property for you. We will manage the rentals and we will manage the center and uh, you know we obviously we charge a fee for for doing that but the client doesn't have the headache and the nightmare of having to deal with clients and tenants and all the headaches they can merely just have a, a professional firm a company a real estate entity that manages their properties and manages the rentals so that you're in a comfortable position at all times and uh, you don't have the headaches of looking after your own property no, that's that's you perfectly said, Alvin. There's nothing I can add. I can even add to that as well. Um, that is that, that that is the best situation for especially people that own mul- multiple properties uh, 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 and and units all and and other commercial spaces all over 
all over the show. So it's best just to take that headache and, and give it to Starprop and uh, we'll, we'll make that headache uh, our problem. So you don't have to worry about that. So Okay. <laughs> and I think our fees are quite reasonable in that regard. Um, look, we're just telling people to come and have a conversation with us. And, you know, if you've got property, you have commercial property that you want to manage, you're tired of chasing tenants or you're tired of getting involved in the headaches, you know, let us come and take that nightmare off your, off your hands uh, in a professional way to deal with you. Mark, just in, before we close, you know, uh, this again is a start pro- property show coming to you every Wednesday between 12 and 1. Tune in every Wednesday between 12 and 1 if you want advice on real estate and, 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 real, and, and properties and property investment. And thanks, Mark, for sharing with the people of Blue again about commercial property and the risks. Uh, Mark, just quickly in closing, uh, do you want to talk about, you know, what's happening in the market at the moment, what your experience is around the commercial property uh, is there an appetite for commercial properties? What are investors looking for? Uh, you know, what are what are people basically looking looking at? And are there opportunities to be gained in the market at the moment? Well, there the are opportunities. As you know, there's a lot of what is called semigration happening from the rest of the provinces. Uh, people are moving from 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 the from Cape uh, area. They are going to semig- uh, move to Cape Town. People from Johannesburg are moving down from Cape Town. So there is quite the demand is quite growing for good for good uh, investment um, down in the Cape Town area. We also know of other companies that have that have moved their businesses down to Cape Town because they consider say uh, Cape Town and for, uh, the Western Province. Um, um, more stable in terms of the in some of the, 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 the local economy and about the the managing of the province as such. So that has been quite attractive uh, um, to 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 the Western Cape uh, and, and also for 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 commercial property at the moment uh, as well for us. So definitely um, there is an increase on, uh, in terms of demand, and obviously it has to be uh, again these people also have to consider when they make those investments that they're also making the right investments that there is growth in terms of their investments and they will consider a lot of factors before just investing into any any property but yes commercial property has always been if you look at currently for example that uh, you mentioned earlier student accommodation uh, we've currently have a shortage of almost 2,000 student uh, uh, 20,000 sorry I stand, stand under correction 20,000 places for student accommodation in the in the western in the western Cape so that is a massive back, uh, uh, demand currently that has been placed on these institutions and that these students has to be housed and so if you want to go and go buy a property for example that's on the on the on the uh, uh, on the rapid bus, uh, rapid bus transport system or close on the railway line close to the universities or the technicons and you want to uh, um, revamp it into student accommodation then by all means that is quite an opportunity that is available uh, uh, that is out there at the moment but this is only one kind of opportunity yeah. there are many well, other on opportunities that, yeah, on that thing about student accommodation uh, just for the listeners out there you may not be aware of it but the Minister Bladen Zamandi the Minister of Higher Education has just made an announcement that the NISFAS bursary for accommodation for students has increased, the annual allowance has increased from 45,000 to 50,000 rand a year. So if, you, if, your, if your students um, received a, a NISFAS bursary, Leighton Zamandi has just made their announcement now that they are going to be paying the student accommodation from 45,000 increase to 50,000. So guys, if you have a property and you're looking at student accommodation, well, those students have just got a bigger allowance, which means that, you know, you can now offer more 
facilities to the student free wi-fi free washing whatever it is and you can uh, get a better rental because the government has now increased the subsidy uh, the nesfes allowance the, the the accommodation allowance to students yes as mark is saying there is a shortage around the universities and colleges in the western cape for about 20000 students i imagine you own the building and you can say look i can put up my hand i'll take 3 uh, 3000 students i'll take 500 students um, but now you're sitting with a big building that's standing empty you haven't converted your your property into student accommodation or you're sitting with a property there uh, you're waiting for tenants rental uh, you know uh, retail tenants and the students the demand is there for student accommodation guys come and talk to start prop the property professionals we are here to advise you we're keeping our finger on the pulse uh, we'll hear it first tomorrow if the interest rate is going to go up or down and we'll bring that information obviously to the listeners we're on our website Uh, startprop.com www.startprop.com uh, feeding you live information keeping people informed keeping you up to date with property investment today we looked at the whole area of commercial property while we haven't touched it mark you'll have to be back to explain to the listeners what due diligence mean you still haven't explained to us but we we say that for next time because again we're at the top of the hour this hour is just coming gone it's we only here for one hour from 12 till 1 every wednesday and uh, flight flight was a story of your eight but you be all alive with radio yesterday and we'll be back next week to bring you more exciting news exciting tips and obviously feedback on the interest rate um, and how that's going to change your payments and your risk and your ability to buy and sell property um, and whether it's changing from the buyers to the sellers markets all that Yeah on the Start Prop Property Show every Wednesday between 12 and 1. Bye danke Leisteras. Thank you very much for everybody who tuned in. Thank you for being part of the Start Prop uh, Property Show. We're going to be playing at with Kaya Mashlangu and it's called Mysteries. Tune in to the Start Prop Property Show every Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Start Prop the Property Professionals. You are tuned into the Start Prop Property Show.
property show. This is the Start Prop Property Show.